it is <laughs> the fantasy rugby ends. <laughs> My name is Jared Dyke. I wanted to say it's stupid and let's move on, but then you kept going. I'm Ben Glauser. I don't like any way anybody handled that. Collusion. Collusion. <laughs> 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 Hello, everybody. It is the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. Let's get into it. We got we got lots to cover here. Um, obviously, we got first things first. Is I'm going to crack a beer, but Ben's going to abstain. It'll be only be for like. A couple of weeks, six weeks, or whatever the hell you guys got yeah. going on with that. So I'm coaching later tonight, so I can't drink. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the perils of coaching university rugby over here in the U.S. is you get some really crappy training times. Yeah, nine nine to eleven tonight. I'm super excited about. It. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I remember those days when I was yeah. when I was in college, and that's the time we got lawed. I was like. Really? Like, I'd like to be either one, just sitting on my couch playing Xbox, or two, asleep by then. Yeah. I, mean, I guess in college, I wouldn't be asleep, but... No. Yeah, I would have less of an issue with it in college, really. But, yeah. um, oh, you I old, used to hate it when old. it was, uh, when Boston, when we used to have to train indoors oh. up in Danvers. Oh, yeah. Remember when you busted your face open at, like... Yep. It was, like, freaking <laughs> 11 10 o'clock. Yeah, it was 10.30 at night when I did yeah. that. Jeez. That was bad. Oh. You know? It was bad. So, but... Yeah, it sucks, but it is what it is. Um, download, rate, review, find find us on your favorite podcast app, share all that good stuff. Uh, we need we need you all to buy our good friend George a coffee and or yep. beer because he's busy. The fancy rugby geek is at work and working hard. Um, guys, yeah, guys, going to be very busy coming up here. Obviously, especially once we get into like um, Champions Cup, which is a huge pain in the ass that'll be after that that'll be after the ass. um that'll be after the international window but then again during the international window we know he's going to make use of the uh the official game of the, the autumn internationals as well so you'll also be those of you that participate in that will be digging into him there so go go buy him a coffee please <laughs> yep so as always there's no discrimination allowed here for us here on this podcast and there shouldn't be in sports or in life uh we had we, we had discussed this last week a little bit, and we'll continue it because it's been brought up again. World Rugby continuing to have this stupid stance on trans players, and they don't – at this point, they no longer want to provide the science that they've mm-hmm. used to this quote-unquote research yeah. that they're using at this point. It's like, all right, I want to know where you're getting this information because it's, if it's just hearsay and you're not asking the players that it affects the most – in terms of you know their their teammates and their and their opponents, what the what are you doing? What are yeah. you doing? You're, you, this is one more. This is just one more problem that's killing rugby right now. It's awful. I it is, it. and then that's the problem with like it, it is just plain bigotry, and um, that's that's why they don't present anything. They're just like, well, we like they don't. Ultimately, what it is is they're they're scared of society changing and are going to use any excuse, whether it's like a real excuse or or not. And the problem is that it's given, it's given weight and it shouldn't be like for those of you out there, when people say, Oh, well, the science says, okay, well, as Jared said, prove it. What, what, where's that science? 
And it, it's just not there. It's just what they want to hear. It's just like one of those, like, it, it's the old Fox News. Oh, people are saying this was a thing back in, you know, for, for some of us who are old, that used to be a thing back in the early 2000s. That, that's that's how they would, would, would get it. Like, oh, people are saying that, you know, like the Democrats kick puppies. They must be. And so it's like the same kind of thing here. It's like, right. you know, oh, well, people are saying the science says it, there's no real science to back it up. It's not real. Um, and ultimately, this is supposed to be an inclusive game. So, you know, everybody has a spot for it. And, and to say, you know, it, it's, it's just amazing to me to hear, oh, well, the science says, you know, well, I don't want like, you know, the, the, a, a, a trans woman um, who, who was born male, um, you know, running, running at my like, you know, whatever, like you know, my, my um, little girl or something like that. And it's like, well, OK, so if they want to be play, go play men's rugby. It's like so you want them. And there is, you know, they, their body does change with um, with the transitioning. It yep. does. Yes, it so does. now what you're saying is they should go play it unsafe. Like you're OK with them being unsafe. Right. But not, you know, it, 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 but not like women playing with women. So it's just not it's not real. It's just made up excuses. Don't don't let people push you around with excuses that aren't real. Yeah. No, Ultimately. it's, 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 it's a whole lot of bullshit that people are just trying to shift their, so their view matches and that's, mm-hmm. that's where it's at. You know, you're, you're, you're willing to say this about a transitioning person, but you're all not willing to say, well, I don't want, you know, Marley Packer running over my, 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 uh, my child. Well, yeah, really? What's the difference? Right. <laughs> there isn't. Other than your viewpoint of the other person, that's it. Right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, Ugh, so a lot of crap. Right. A lot of crap. Stupid old men. Um. Also, less less sour note. Uh, grab our Patreon. Uh, I've gotten. I've, I've now published two pieces. Who knew? Nice. <laughs> Who knew? I got it done. Um. Sat here in the wee, not the wee hours, but. A lot later than I usually would say at my computer, uh, yeah. <laughs> trying to bang that second one out because things were a little helter skelter this weekend, so couldn't yeah. really put a whole lot down. Uh, and there were some co- score changes too in FRD that I had Ugh. to go back and reset. So, yeah, so I was like, that's mm-hmm. annoying. And it was only one game, so it wasn't that bad. But had so, but that that's out there. Obviously, rankings and all that stuff are free. And also, uh, a welcome to our new newest patron, Sophia. Thank you very much mm-hmm. for doing that. We appreciate it so much and can't tell you how happy we are that we have people that are supporting us and uh it really means the world to us to yep. have people like that and we will have statistical analysis up soon um i apologize my apologies it's on me for the delay but um i have this thing called work <laughs> what's that it's this yeah they expect me to get things it's really done. annoying thing <laughs> and and it's been crazy lately so i've been working fairly late and then coaching and, and so yeah that's that's my bad um unfortunately and i'm not, I'm not gonna blame ed for this um I spent too much time prepping the the TRM stuff and not enough on the uh, FRD, which is is odd because the, and the the confusing thing there is how they they track you know position groups and whatnot. So it's a lot of mm-hmm. extra work that I yep. got to do. So my apologies. I'll 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 it'll be up soon. Yeah, we'll get um yeah we, we have num- we have numbers. We just need I, to put formulas in right, and I want to get that done by by the time we we go to London. Yep, definitely. Which is next week. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Ah, next week. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, um, speaking of, um, while we're on that subject, uh, we will, we will, like we said, we're going to London. Um, so I think our plan is going to be Friday, 
uh, night when we're there is to find a pub in where in around where we are. We'll let you know where we are and to watch the uh, the Falcons and, and Bears game. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the plan, at least. Plan those those, two, go those two teams should still be playing next week. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Speaking of, uh, we do. We'll 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 dive into some other some actual rugby in a second, but we can't ignore. You know the the really sad stuff that's going on around and the really disheartening stuff overall of Worcester and Wasps. Like, you want to do? You want to figure out? You want to hit the rewind button on both these clubs mm-hmm. and figure out where they went wrong? Then for Wasps, it's now they're they're talking about going into administration, which we all know is a bad is a bad thing, and that's obviously going to cause them to go into automatic relegation if they can prove that they went into administration for another reason that's not um that was out of the control so was likely are going to be saying that they're going into administration and the primary cause of it was covid now this whole this bond that they had that's kind of causing this whole thing was before that but i think their their reasoning and I hate it, but I, 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 if it gets them to survive and they fix shit, I'd rather that than right. um, them go into administration and have them relegated because that sucks. Right, and yeah, Worcester. I think we know that the we, there's a clear there's two people <laughs> clearly that are the problem there. Fuckers, wasps. I don't. Yeah, I, I feel I feel horrible for wasps, and obviously we're not we're not wasps supporters, but I feel like we're wasps appreciators. Like we've always kind of wished them well, and I like the way they play. And, and really, the prem would not be the same without wasps, right? Um, I can't. The, I honestly can't say the same club. about Worcester, but uh, that's not. We still don't know. want them to go down either, right? We don't want. I don't want them to 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 go away. Um, it's just like if a club like Wasps can get fucked up to this point, that's that's troublesome. It is. So I hope I hope that they can pull themselves out of it. And I hope Worcester can pull themselves out of it. But that's I, it seems like the, the Worcester owners are determined to just destroy the club. Yeah, that's that's all that's all I come up with at this point. Honestly. I, I can't figure out what the fuck they're doing. No. Yeah. And why they're being like, well, we need to be put we still need to be part of it. No, 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 you no, don't. you do not. Nobody you wants have, you a part of it. Right. You're making it worse. Like you're the problem, go away. And and that's the problem with these, you know, again rich white men going all like i can do whatever i want it's like well you know what no obviously you like you can but there's consequences to it yeah you can and you're right. a dick. you can do whatever you want but you right. have to also deal with the consequences motherfucker right so i'm i'm really hopeful that wasps can pull themselves out and i think i feel more positive about them like they're taking steps that are um honest and and in good faith and trying to doing the doing the the work to save the club whereas i, I just don't feel the same from Worcester, and that's that's sad yeah, it is sad, and they were able to play their game kind of haphazardly um, earlier today against mm-hmm. against Gloucester. So it's um, just the same. It's it's really disappointing and all around. And Duckworth would be spinning in his grave. I have a feeling if he knew mm. all this stuff was going on right now. And it sounds like it's just they they keep. Not only do they want to continue to be part of the club, which nobody wants right now. They're they. It sounds like they're also a little money hungry. It's like, well, listen, you're the you. This terrible investment is your fault. So mm. to try and recoup it because you you were the idiots makes no sense. Yeah, 
and we you have you know this i don't know if it's an angel investor but you have this investor that's ready to just inject the, the money into the club mm -hmm. and save it and these guys are just hell-bent on right. making sure it all goes sour uh, right it, it, it just you're only making a worse name for yourself just stop it, and that's the thing like, like who who would ever want to work with them again? What would they own that people would be like, yeah, you know what? I want to go into business with these people. Nobody. Nobody's going to be like, yeah. like, yes, I'm eager. And the problem is being an owner of a club, sports club means you need to get people to work with you and, and, or being in you know, business in general. So it's like, okay, I'm sure they have other businesses. If I'm dealing with them in, you know, let's put it this way. I, I work in, in supply chain um, for a major, um, health manufacturing company mm -hmm. uh, like if i knew that one of my suppliers was was or you know what's one of my yeah suppliers was owned by one of these guys i'd be like you know i'm finding a new new business because i can't trust these people i need to to make sure that i have a good long-term uh partner right. and nope i'm not working with them so what are you doing like you're you're taking these yeah you're cutting off your nose to spite your face and it's not good for anybody no not at all did all, you see did you see that the uh the Worcester account Twitter account um at when they 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 tweeted out at one point they said up oh, we're 65% of the way through the game so we're out <laughs> we're done we're done last week <laughs> we're going home. I didn't see that one yeah yeah that's good so that's that's not a good place to be then that's no. that's all on ownership nope not at all all right let's move on you know, semi unpainfully to mm. uh, something something more uplifting. The Rugby World Cup squads for New Zealand coming up should be. I cannot wait. So it's much fun. So so great. Do we know? Do we know if it's definitely on flow? By the way, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm getting the sense it's it is, but I, look, I I hope crossed, it is because I don't know that anybody else is going to be <laughs> peacock. Doing maybe, it. <laughs> maybe, but. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so because that would be on their list of things. They have, you know, they you can That's go true. through and see like Champions Cup, even though it's not up yet, really. Yeah, damn it, stop being right. Uh, stop making sense. Um, so we're gonna go through a few squads here. Let's go to, let's start with the hosts. Let's start with the hosts and make life a little easy. New Zealand, obviously, really looking forward to a home a home World Cup, but also mm -hmm. they're. They're defending. They're they're defending. You know, yeah, yeah. They're, this is their. This is so they're defending their their crown and they're on their home patch. So you got to put them at least in the favorite to make the final. Mm -hmm. Whether or not they go, they can get it done in the final is probably a big question mark because they've just not had the same investment that other areas, specifically being England, have in in this game. Uh, Wayne Smith has come on and, and done a lot for this team. I think. I'm, those that know me personally know I love Wayne Smith. Like, dude's good, dude's awesome, and I think he was one of the biggest pieces of the successful All Black squads. So, mm -hmm. that said, uh, there's some steady steady names for the Black Ferns, and then there's some other ones that you know are, we're going to find out what they actually have. Uh, our favorite, you know, two of our favorites, Ruby Tui and uh, mm -hmm. CC Fuller, are are both are both in. So, yay! Yeah reasons to cheer for these for these women as long as um they're not playing the u.s <laughs> <laughs> and even then a little bit yeah right um do you, is this is this porsche women's last run i mean you gotta figure i know that there, there's a, gonna be a quick turnaround i guess technically you know three years but three years 
Um, still three years later. Still, yeah, I, she's been around for so long that right. Um, I I just I got to figure that that this is her last her last run. Right. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Especially this when will... you if you know, assuming they win, she's going to win the World Cup. You know. In her home country, you kind of, oh, you know, yeah. when you're when you're at towards the end of your career, that's one where you're just like, yeah, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> yeah, bow out right there. I wouldn't blame her a bit. Yeah, this she's will 31. Be... So 34 I... isn't awful, but isn't like... yeah, it's it's possible, but she's you know at a, at a you know from where you need speed and you know and power. Like I don't yeah. know, maybe she changes her position and and stays. Maybe, maybe, maybe we know we do know that that this is uh, Coxage's last. Last we go, do. she's done after this one. So, if nothing else, I'm I'm sure the girls will be raring to go to get her get her over the line and get her one more. Uh, for the forward, the forwards are interesting because there's not necessarily a ton of experience compared to mm-hmm. say Coxage, obviously, and you know Coxage who's 61. Nobody has nearly that in the forwards. Right. I think the most, most... is McMenamin with 27. Yeah. So. Uh, well. Um, oh yeah, no, there's the, she's Wickler as a back so yeah yeah nope 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 uh i i like the way the bremer the brenner uh, sisters looked in mm-hmm. games i've seen this year so far so that's going to be interesting to me and really they just for me they need to sort out the line out they need to find the thrower that can throw mm-hmm. never mind anything else because if you can't win your own lineup ball you are totally boned yeah and yes you can carry certain things over the line a little bit but yeah you can't win your own lineup ball forget it you know, especially against some of these better it, teams, it's a problem. It's it, it would be problem uh, problematic, <laughs> a little yeah. troublesome. Yeah, so Indeed. find find the hooker that can throw and then go from there. And I don't know if we've talked about this before, but is it Mikaeli Tuu um, any relation to? I think so. <laughs> okay, I think so. I was looking at it before, and I was trying to remember. Uh, I was trying to remember what, what my result was. I think it. Mm. I think it. I think it is. Yes. Let's just say yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll go get <laughs> yes for now because I, I would say that how many of them are. I, Related to that, but <laughs> you never know. That could be a very common name depending on where they're from, right you now. So uh, maybe, maybe not. Don't know. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they don't have anything. I don't see anything listed. All right. Balls. Oh well. No worries. She well, should stand we'll on her out. own, though. That's not. Yeah. It should. It's not. It has nothing to do with you know anything no. else other than uh, a nice um, connection. Trivia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trivia question. All right. So we'll see. Uh, this is, you know, like I said, a fairly inexperienced pack compared to mm-hmm. their back line. So that's going to be kind of their determining factor. They go as far as that that unit carries them. Yep. Um, let's go. Let's go to France because they're an interesting one. We expect them to make the semifinal, and then mm-hmm. see what happens from there. And they've all, they've they've been second banana to England, but they might be able to beat. They they did beat the Black Ferns, although this was uh what was it, last fall, and the Black <laughs> Ferns had not played any test rugby up to that point. So no, it's, and, it's... The, and the French had already played at least six, seven matches to that point. Right. So right. difference, big difference, especially after a long layoff with COVID. That right. was so unhelpful mm-hmm. in so many ways. So it's and there's some there's some names that I love, and there's some names that'll probably be going by the wayside once they're done. Uh India is India India is pretty old, no? She's she's yeah, she's born in 88. Okay. So yeah. she's 34. So this is definitely her, I think this is her, her last, last run. Yeah. yeah Although definitely. maybe she tries to to stick around for um 
to host it, but I, I they're in England next time. Oh, I thought they were. Oh, they were. Were they just in France? Did I have that all backwards? Men are in France. That's it. Oh, I thought it was France and France. Okay. Nope. Never mind. No, it's now England. And then, yeah, they they did that and that. And then they started awarding both to the same country. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. I kind of like that. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good idea. There's, and there's some some other fun names for me. I like um, I like Joyo. I thought she was great when she was when she was in. If I remember in the right person here, it's the fullback that plays for France, and I love the way she plays, and she's very, <laughs> she's very uh, gutsy. She likes to get run from. Is it Boulard? There's Boulard because Joyo nope. is a prop. Okay, and then Jacket. That's the one. Sorry, Jacket. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay, that's crossing right. them up. My fault. Yeah, <laughs> same letter, man. Right. Sorry, dyslexia. Um, yes, Jackie. Sorry, my fault. You're right. Damn it, you are right. Stop being right. Didn't we talk about that already? <laughs> hey, I'm the one. Who, I'm not drinking, so I have a reason. I have, I have yeah. a good excuse for being correct. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you do actually. So yeah, I like the way she plays. She's she's very good. Uh, yeah, it is this gonna. So it's almost like the 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 women are starting to become. Um, the expectations are grown to the point where they're. Uh, almost the same as the men in terms of they get there, they get to the semifinal or, or you know, they mm-hmm. get to the knockouts and they just don't quite get it done to the next level that they should. So will they get to the final? It depends on who they play in the semi. Like, yeah. you know, I've, I've, I've said it because, you know, we talk about it this with the U S um, and we'll get to them too. But like, if you can't beat either England or New Zealand mm-hmm. I, and I don't know the pools, I don't, I haven't, don't gone to in depth enough into that but like unless england play new zealand in a semi um you're you're probably gonna lose your semi right so yeah they don't have the 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 exact one runs laid out right it's you know you want to you want to keep you yeah i mean it's and it's like it's going to happen next year with France as well. It's going to be like, uh, can you avoid a certain team? Mm-hmm. And there's, I think there's one that's going to have a ton of them, and it's like, eh. mm-hmm. there's one side of the bracket that's going to have some really good ones, and it'll probably be the same with this one as well. But you just don't want to, yeah. If you're if you're France and you can avoid England up till at least the semifinal, then right. you probably give yourself a, a fighting chance. Exactly, they they have a puncher's chance. I think is is a, is how I'd put it. Yeah. Like. You know, you throw a punch here. Like they're they're talented, so if they they do a couple things right, they could they could win it all. Right. You know, if they and and um, it might help if they only have to play one of England or New Zealand. If they have to play both, it's going to be tough. Yeah, that's a that's a tough part. Yeah. But to that point, if they play them both and they win, nobody can question them again. Nobody can. It'll be always okay. France are for real. You know, it's no right. longer going to be that question mark over the head. So we'll see. They don't play it on the paper. They play it on the field. So we'll see yeah. how. And how they could goes. win on the field. They're not, they're not, they're not terrible by any stretch. They're, no. they're easily, they're, they're a top three well, team in the world. So yes. that means you can win. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, Let's go to our girls, the Eagles. Um. Also, another team that, for for our sakes, we are expecting that they make the semifinal, and anything less is a right. disappointment. Yes, I think that I don't think that's wrong. Um, anybody that wants to correct me on that, please do. 
So let's not, 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 not trying to correct you on yeah, that. Let's, ha let's have yeah. a look at this. We have, so we got a couple of locals for our, our sakes over here in Boston. Uh, four, I think. Did I count right? One, two, three. Yep, four. Who and am I? Uh, so, uh, Bizer. Yeah, Bizer, Kaylee, Kaylee Jarrell, and I missed Treader. Okay. Um, and I want to. I do want to point out Erica Terrell because she was someone that you and I saw in person, and we were like, "She's fucking good." Yeah. <laughs> like, and we we're like, "She should not be here. She should be somewhere else." So, right. I was hoping that she'd end up overseas, and it hasn't happened yet. Not Doesn't yet. mean if she shows well here, she won't, because I right. think she will. But it hasn't happened yet. I, I don't see how she's a prop at, at this level, though. But no, that's... she won't be. I, I, I yeah. fully anticipate her playing in the second row. I, I right. always scratch my head when I see that in the lineup for them. I'm like, yeah, prop? really? I mean, she's I guess like I get six it. She's two. Strong. She's strong. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like, I, it's, it, that's what you. That's nine times out of ten. That's what you really need, right, in that area, but. Not here. No, right. no, no. Yeah, and her, to... she has a, a lot of value in the loose too. That yes. if you're at prop, you you take away from that value because it's just you're you're so tired from scrummaging and lifting and all that mm -hmm. that that the running around. And I've said that before. Um, it does limit you. Um, so I yeah, uh, lock or or even the six I would see there. But um, so it's yep. it's weird to see her at prop or listed as a prop. Yeah, and I so I'm. I'm really interested in the scrum half battle as well. We we mm -hmm. know we know Carly Waters is probably the incumbent in this whole thing. Um, really, it's down to Kaylee and Ortiz. And mm -hmm. you know, from what I remember of Kaylee, I liked it a lot better than what I saw of Ortiz. Not taking away from Ortiz and that she's right. not talented, but from what I saw of Bridget, it was better. Yeah, and there's a lot more positive. Like. Ortiz, I thought was too inconsistent, mm -hmm. and and for every throw, every every you know service, you we were like, oh, that's pretty good. There was a service you're like, no, barf, <laughs> yeah, nope, nope. And and Kaylee, when when you know when the team has their butt up, Kaylee's the the one you want there because she she will keep it moving. Like I think she's she's one of those who, um, or no, it was Ortiz where it was like, it was weird. It was like if it was just a nice slow ball, like she you know everything was set, she would just fuck it up like it's like almost if she has to think it, it doesn't work mm -hmm. and then it works in the loose um kaylee is more uh, she's she's maybe not as strong when it's like you know extremely open play um but she, her her fundamentals are much better yeah so it's so like that, you can you can right. learn how to to do well in the loose but if you can't if you can't give you know decent service on slow ball um mm -hmm. you shouldn't be an inter international scrum half no i i, I totally agree the the one glaring non-selection is alicia washington she's a non-traveling reserve right now mm. and that is huge in a lot of ways and i don't know if that's a message from rob kane or if that is a sign of the tide turning and you know the next chapter she's... coming for the team i don't know yeah she's not young it's no not like she she's... isn't but i figured she had one more left in the tank so but... yeah but maybe maybe she does we haven't seen her i don't think we've seen her since she was not in this last squad that traveled. I know that. Yeah. That I played. So, so I, I, maybe she's fallen, fallen off. I mean, I, I'm just maybe. not sure. Yeah. We will have the World Cup de debut of, for at least for the Eagles, of Lottie Clapp. All right. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Into that. Um, I see 
I definitely see the two of them as as uh, uh, Lottie Clapp and Tetebo as as the wings unquestionably mm-hmm. in my in my brain. Whether or not that's right, but that's where I'm at right now in terms of that. Uh, fullback is he seems pretty hell bent on k- picking a left Kelter there. I don't. I, I really awful. don't love it. Put her at center mm-hmm. next to Howard too, especially since we're kind of. We have Cantorna at ten. We ha- we have Howard at at twelve, and I don't know who the heck else is going to play at thirteen at this point. So, right, I, I don't I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's Beiser. So, and she's the one that played last minute at that position mm-hmm. the other week. I think I'd rather see Tess Fury. Yeah, you know that's just that that yep. that's me. I mean, yeah. If, I, if I'm if I'm in there, like, yeah. If I'm the coach, Chess Fury is is at fullback, and and Kelter is at at outside center because you want to get her the ball. Like, you want Kelter to have access to the ball in a good position to attack, and she's going to get that a lot more at at 13 than she is at 15. And we saw mm-hmm. re- most recently when she, when they played, and she moved from 15 to 13, and, and um, because they brought Fury in, and suddenly that attack just changed. It mm-hmm. get more open, more more threatening and you're going to have to like, you know, like when you're, you're up against a New Zealand, England or a France, you're, you're going to need some attack mm-hmm. so, and, and, and some continuity there. And, and she provides that at 13 that she doesn't at, at fullback. So um, in this case, yeah. And, and she's a good defender. So I guess I, I get that's why Kane wants to put her at 15, but in this case, like you got to score points. Mm-hmm. Having a good defense doesn't mean anything if you can't score points because you're going to be playing England, France, New Zealand. Yep. Like these teams that can score, whether or not you have a good defense, they're going to score on you. So you're going to have yeah, to answer. Yeah. Back. You have to be able to keep up with them almost. You know, when the keep that race at least tight yeah. up until whenever. All right. Uh, then finally, which the team is probably the, that's probably the favorites, uh, England. Mm-hmm. Not not a lot of shock in that. There's you know some still some players that probably are racing to get back to this, but for mm-hmm. now they're going to be left out. Uh, we have we have we still have a stacked stacked team. Sarah Hunter could be the most captaining player by the time that it's all said and done, depending on how many pool games she plays, and mm-hmm. obviously by the end of it in general. So that's pretty uh, astounding and also exciting. Scarrett's looking for another one. Uh, did she didn't lift the last one though? Did she? Somebody else did. Who was the captain of the 2014 team? It wasn't her? Was it? Was it Hunter? I can't remember. I don't. Doesn't recall. doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. There's still it's still freaking stacked. Stacked. It's everywhere. Every, at every position, they're stacked. <laughs> it's not fair. No, like they, they have young. They have good talent up front, and then they have young, up and coming, you know, enthusiasm to backfill, mm-hmm. which is just ridiculous. It really is, and this speaks more to uh, the level that England have invested in their their women's program than to you know certainly compared to other countries and even you know their their main competitor, which mm-hmm. is New Zealand, not even close at this point. Right. Like a uh, friend of you and you and myself, Ollie and I were talking, we're like talk about teams that are just have been out resourced <laughs> like you think england's out resourced a lot of teams for the men the women forget it it's just like so over the top and i appreciate it from the from the rfu at the same time the rest of the world needs to fucking pick up their shorts here and catch up 
because you know we're running, we're <laughs> the rest of the world's running trying to catch these folks with our with our uh, with our underdraws around our ankles. So <laughs> it's not really helpful at the moment. So I I, I hope that that comes good. So we'll see we'll see how it goes. Lots of there was one that that caught my eye for a selection. I'm trying to make sure I didn't make this up in my head. Was it Kabea from Loughborough? Very young young pick. I remember seeing her when they had her last time. It was pretty wild. So I I I like that pick for her. I'm just shocked that Abby Dow is playing. Yeah, the I, I thought she was out for talk about a race for fitness, right? For much longer than this, so um, yay, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah, no, no joke. Okay, you know that was a pretty, pretty horrendous one, if I remember correctly. It, it was, was not, it, yeah, didn't look good. It didn't sound good at all. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that she's back so quickly, uh, thank you. Yes, <laughs> I'm very excited yeah. about that. Yeah, I remember that one. I was like, "Ooh, that is mm-hmm. that is less than awesome." And it was a pretty stomach turning thing yeah. going on with that. Ugh. So, uh, yeah, and unquestionably the favorites, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Just you know, you look at the players that this team's going with. You know, Sarah Byrne is probably the best prop forward, certainly in the women's game, if not bar none. But damn, mm-hmm. she's up there. She know? is so. And her and Shauna Brown and yeah, yep. love Shauna Brown. I saw yep. her. I saw that she got picked. Oh, and of course, we love Har- Hannah Butterman too. She's just yeah, a force. She's a, she's a card. Love, <laughs> love the props that are that are chosen for this. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. So, buckle in, kids. We start like. Is there a reason that Simi Pam? I mean, we talk about Sarah Byrne. Simi Pam is is right up there. But I'm wondering I, if I don't if know. I wonder her if professional she's... status as a, a you know being a doctor and all. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of because. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I you would think she would be on on the list, but if she's decided that she needs to prioritize her personal career, and I wouldn't blame her a bit because she she definitely wouldn't be one of the fully professional players quite yet. So she would have to really pick and choose. So maybe after this World Cup, we can start to see her get worked into the England team, um, especially while there's some home games or there's some local games that she can participate in. As opposed to you know having to get on a plane and go halfway across the world, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot different, a lot different. All right, um, spend about you spend about ten minutes on this, so let's um, let's 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 let's, let's cue in on a couple of really important things from the rugby championship this past weekend. Um, we're obviously going to start with the Thursday fixture with All Blacks and Australia Bledisloe Cup. So first off, let's 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 go kind of chronologically in order here. The first thing that I think everybody will will be talking about, and I don't know what the result is yet, will be the clear out from mm. uh, the ruck from Darcy Swain against Quintupio. We know Quintupio. That's it. That came out. Yep. Jesus. So he's. Uh, I mean, he'll miss the rest of international rugby. Mm-hmm. I think. So here's here's the other thing though, and, and again, since I've 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 been seeing some of this. Um, he was added to the Australia A team that's touring Japan. And so, it, uh, yeah. 
So I'm wondering if that's with that shit. clears, you know, oh, we're going to, that's how it, he's going to clear out some of that suspension yeah. is he'll travel, but, or, or so, but, but can't, can't play because he's suspended. And that'll be that, that's the way to sneak him back in for the, the internationals. Internationals. He should not play until a few weeks into Super Rugby. Yeah. Bottom line, like minimum, minimum. That is, you know, I like I like Darcy Swain and this and the headbutt against Johnny Hill, though Johnny Hill's a douchebag. Right. Um, really make me question what type of game he's playing because at this yeah. point, you know, I see in Super Rugby a lot of good stuff, and then he gets to international level and becomes a complete helmet. And it really isn't something that I like. So it's making me question whether or not I want to be a Darcy Swain fan right now because that was dirty and the headbutt's just stupid. But still, like, you don't want to start throwing headbutts and dislocating knees because that's how you get yourself a bad reputation. Yeah. Very quickly. And you, yeah, you don't, don't put yourself out there like that (laughs) at all. And it was just stupid too. He was off. Like everything about that was bad. And I I don't think he was in, I don't think he intended to do it, but you got to be smarter about what you're doing. Like it wasn't, there was no, I don't think there was an intent to injure. It was just, but like you're offside. First off, you're not back. You're not coming through the gate. You're coming in through the side. And, and it was because of all that, that he kind of, his own teammate kind of, he like kind of ran into his own teammate to go. And that's what knocked him down, at least from from what I could see. And it's like, and that what's what drove him into Tupaya's knee. And it's like, fuck dude, like no regard, like for, for, for any of the laws. Um, And that, you know, you, you injure someone. Yeah. I will so, say this about that whole sequence of play, though. Mm-hmm. I was very disappointed in in Clark because he had the line break, and like, and, and I'm not again, I'm not, I'm not blaming Clark for for what happened to Quinn Dupaya, mm-hmm. but that should have been a a try with nobody getting touched at all. <laughs> so, it, 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 yeah, that, that that's kind of what, what, like I'm watching that. Because I'd already known when I was when I was watching the match um, that you know what happened. I didn't know when it had happened in the game, um, but I knew that you know what had happened to Quinn. And I, I you know, as um, Caleb Clark's running down the field, I'm like, that's got to be a try. Someone, you know, he might not score, but he's got to be ready to set up the next guy. And he wasn't. He was just all in it for himself. Mm. Um, and then that happened afterwards. I was like, oh fuck! Like that's even worse. Like dude, you, like if yep. you had just looked to pass. Um, you know, it, it prevents the whole situation where guys are scrambling and, and you know, having to stretch the rules in order to to prevent a try. It's like just score. So not again. That's not a, that's not to blame Caleb for what happened to Quinn. It's just um, when you when you know you Caleb Clark. It's just a dimension that Caleb Clark needs to add to his game. Yes, he's an excellent runner. Got to be a better teammate. Yeah, but and again, nothing to do with the injury. Just just to notice that like dude come on be better yeah and and really you know it was the injury and then the decision from Reynal read all day yeah and that was poor yeah it was poor so, no shock there um mm-hmm. that was poor and you know i don't think anybody would deny that and then fast forward so here's the thing we'll get to we'll get to what happened with Bernard Foley and and um and Reynal, but the lead up to that and I, because I would, I went back. I'm like, all right, where could this have been stopped? Because we can end this conversation if there's a, if there's something that Australia has done that shot themselves in the foot. And what mm-hmm. it was was Famasili going off his feet, like very, very blatantly at that. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I'd call that, and I'm not a world referee. Yeah. I was like, 
yeah, that was really stupid. And so, and it, that's what pinned them in the corner. And that's, I believe that's the penalty that Whitelock called to the corner and it led to everything else afterwards. So really you want to, you want to look back and talk about Reynolds decision-making, da, da, da. You can solve your own problem right there by not doing that, clearing your lines and, or just eating the clock and done game over. But it didn't, but that's not what happened, but we still have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, and I want to know your thoughts because I don't think we talked in depth about what happened. So I'll let you go and then I'll plug in where I need to see fit. So this is on Foley? Yeah, the um, Foley right now. Yep. Fucking kick it, you fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> like all these people who are like, oh, this wasn't fair. No, it was fucking fair. And and I'll tell you what I mean. We'll, obviously, we'll talk, we won't talk about it because it had, had nothing to do with the way the fucking match went. But what was it? Opening minute of of the Bears match, and um, uh, Randall Randall gets pinged for for the same fucking thing. The referee says use it. He didn't use it. All right, fuck you. Scrum the other team. Right. That's how it goes. Like it doesn't matter anything else. If the referee says fucking kick, if he stops the fucking clock. <laughs> To come over and tell exactly. you when exactly. I restart this, you are kicking the ball. You've 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 already you've clearly pissed him off. So fucking kick the ball. His own kick teammates it. were yelling at him. So yeah. no, all this yeah, you can see the back line in the background, like, dude, kick the damn thing. Like, <laughs> this is me saying that a French referee did this correctly because they did. Reynal was right. Yeah, well, well, there's nothing more to say. Like, no, 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 no. He, I didn't he gave like him. It. You don't have to like it. He gave you every, every, every warning possible. Yes, and that's the thing. Like, and the number one thing is, and I, I don't remember who said it, but it was very on point. Like, they, I think it was maybe it was Squidge. They failed to play to the referee, and yeah. that is the most annoying thing about rugby that you have to do. But you still have to do it, and especially right. when it's been pretty blatantly laid out that yeah. you need to do this thing, or you got to turn the ball over. Right. You know. So there's that, and honestly. Even still, and you know that that's annoying as hell. But it's only a scrum; it's not a penalty. It's not yeah a penalty try. They still had a chance to stop it. They didn't, but right. you know, you still had your chance. You, know, you have they, to they, they, right. pick your shorts up and say, "All right, let's buckle in and get one set piece done, and we can right. be done anyway." And they did. What was he honestly? What was he waiting for? Why was he delaying? I don't understand any of it. Somebody was saying his his he was trying to t- get his forwards' attention. Dude, no. make sure you find touch. Just boot it out. Make sure you that find you have, touch. You have one job. Kick it to touch. That's it. Yeah. That's uh, it. Like if, if you're really that worried about it, then maybe you shouldn't be kicking the ball. Right. But either way, that's, your, that's you know, they give the ball to someone else. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, I don't get it. I don't either. Nope. And I don't, I don't get how people can, are, 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 I don't understand any of the, oh, the referee was a, di- no, no, no. If anybody should be, say, could be, could feel aggrieved, it's New Zealand for, for, for like, he gave them every opportunity. Like, what he should just like he shouldn't have stopped. I honestly, I don't think he should have stopped the clock. I think he no. should just fucking award it. We're here yeah. to play, right? We're not here to dick around. So yeah, and, and, he, and, and as as the turnover as that turnover happened, he's even telling them like, yeah, you need to play this. Like, yeah, he's trying to get a, get it out in front of it, and fucking guy's not doing it. So yeah, got what he deserved. Right. No, that's that's worth no qualms that. about any of that. Yeah, you know this is. This is still a good Australia team. Don't don't get me wrong. That was a hell of a match on top of everything. And it's just too bad this kind of tainted it. Because mm-hmm. that was a fucking... That was a match worthy of being shown in a lot of places. See, yeah. And I don't see that as tainting it. 
except for the reaction of, right maybe of, that's uh, more what whining. it is and it, right. It, right. That, see and this goes back to that fucking beat asshole Razzie for, for setting the standard <laughs> that it's okay to whine about refs for them doing their job and that's not that's got to stop yeah certainly not by the coaching staff right yeah but uh, you know i the, the, it's the fans too and, and i get it you wanted you wanted i didn't want that to happen okay well then blame your dipshit 10 who made it happen yeah. Right, and that, not and the ref. I, I, I me, this is me telling you not to blame the French ref. So yeah, right, no shit. And it, it, you know, and there's one Australia personality that's really starting to get on my bad side, and that's Drew Mitchell. He's just he's there's been a few things that he's been on the wrong side of thus far. So I'm wondering if he just has some weird warped reality in his brain. So I'm I'm, I'm going to avoid <laughs> anything he says for a little while, and maybe it goes back to being fairly neutral but right now he's just been on the wrong side of a lot of things that i've been like the fuck you talking about so he's going on to the do not disturb list right now for me i don't want to fuck with that guy he's annoying the hell out of me okay and then briefly we had we did have another match over in argentina and i have to say the atmosphere in the stadium for the pumas was absolutely fantastic that is not I, I can't say i've seen an atmosphere for them quite to this level and it was really awesome to see so uh kudos to everybody from you know argentina for for making that happen because that is that's what they need that's what a team like that needs and we're you know this discussion about well if there's going to be another you know developing country or whatever world cup awarded that might be another place to do it and i i'm, I'm inclined to agree mm. You know, I really am. So that was fantastic by, by them. The match, yeah, <laughs> Springboks dominated eventually. Yeah. And they did, they got back into it a little bit, the Pumas did. did, but they did. Yeah, they, they, there came a point. I think that was when, that might have been when, with one of the cards as well. So that might have mm-hmm. been probably a help, I would say. I would guess, <laughs> at least. And so it's, um, but that that's good stuff. We need to see that stuff from, from the Argentinians. We, we, mm-hmm. we want to see all that. Right. Make it a really. game. Make yeah. it a game against some of the best in the world. So, yeah, really, 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 really pleased with that. So, hopefully, this is the type of uh, crowd, the type of atmosphere that they continue to develop mm-hmm. as they get more home games. And uh, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, South Africa are also in need of a 10 because there's mm-hmm. they've sent Yanchi's home for a completely different reason. <laughs> I saw that. Um, Pollard's hurt. He's hanging out in Leicester yeah. trying to get treatment. Willems is down right now. I think. I think it sounds mm-hmm. like they're gonna have to go to Morna Stain or maybe Front Stain or yes, something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. And that's for the decider because we got one one more big game coming yep. up this weekend. It'll be very interesting to see how that goes. Uh, looking forward to it. The other rugby that happened, um, the Premiership. Uh, let's. Yeah, we, I mean, we will not spend too too much time on this, but we do need to get into it. Um, let's go to Northampton and London Irish. Uh, <laughs> Northampton just owned them. They did. really did. Just London Irish could not get out of their own way in a lot of ways. I, I, I don't know what they were doing. I really don't. And I know the, the guy steering the ship is kind of a di- dick, and this might be karma coming back to bite him. But, yep. you know, it all started with the freaking helmetedness of freaking tom pearson like he is lucky he did not get a red like yeah they determined i uh, made contact on the body beforehand i was like lucky boy <laughs> that was <laughs> that like a red <laughs> yeah that like i mean i i thought yellow like i thought it would be yellow to a harsh red and they were kind of like a you know like I, yeah i thought it was kind of on the line 
I, I thought, you know, at first blush, I thought yellow. And then after mm-hmm. watching a couple of times, I'm like, oh, it could be red. And, and it really wasn't considered. I thought they they went uh, pretty nice on him. Um, I think also because he's young, maybe they were they didn't want to uh, over punish it. But I, I don't know. Yeah, still not mm. not great. And it was a pretty ugly period for um, the Exiles as well. It was mm-hmm. yellow there, yellow for Arundel for chucking the ball out on purpose, and then the yellow yeah. on the on the goal line for Simmons. And <sighs> really, y- you thought that might be the end for the Saints, and like they really just spit the bit and coughed up opportunities. And granted, they had a period of time in the second half where they had um the advantage but still they just didn't do a whole lot with it no until they, the scored, try. they didn't score anything on the yellow card period there no aside from the obviously the, the kick from off the pearson kick like grayson grayson slotted it um, yes but how do you go how do you have three three yellows and not score on that period is is a little beyond me yeah that's that's a less than good sign I Although will say Slightholm still well, they were still up when Slightholm scored. Were, I think just they? barely, yeah. I don't they know had if they... one in the bin still. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, because I don't I don't think that Simmons had come back. He like obviously the, the play was still go- ongoing, so I don't think that he had come back on. Yeah, but in either way, like that does take a lot of energy out of your team to have mm-hmm. 12 players on the field and having to defend. So it, I think in in a way it paid off just the same because they got the slate home try, then Mitchell mm-hmm. tried shortly after that. Right. And after that, you know, once that happened, it started to look like, you know, they were just going to sail home and eventually did. They didn't really get too close, although that the Will Joseph try that Arundel assisted on. Sweet. Yeah, that was sweet. Awesome. So it's, and of course, uh, Ollie Hustle Collins has to get his garbage time try for his fantasy owners. So. Duh. What else do you do? <laughs> you don't do that? <laughs> so uh, each team eats a loss and mm-hmm. is also on the board as well. So be interesting to see how the those two go forward those will be those are two of the question mark teams obviously saints got into the top four last year and they're right. hoping to do better uh for the sake of the um the exiles they obviously yeah. want to punch higher as well i don't I, and i don't think the the exiles are quite ready yet no they, they just don't quite look seeing. it yeah yeah they don't quite look it um unfortunately the prem fucking website doesn't want me to pull up the bath sale uh, stuff, but at the same time, we kind of know the story of the match. It was, it was John, o, John o Ross scored a try in this match. Is yeah. there really anything? <laughs> else the barometer. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not coming up. That that match report is not coming up for me either. So yeah, all right. No, at least I know it's not my I think computer. It's, it's not just you. It's Prem. Great job. Prem. Way to go, guys. Um, <laughs> problem number one. Uh, but we, we do know that there was a red card in this match, and it's. <sighs> It's two. It's it's teams can go two ways, and I'm talking about both teams when you have an incident like this, especially a red. I, I missed yellow. It, so I, only, I, I saw, so I saw a few minutes. I saw the John O'Ross try, and I was like, all right, I don't need to watch this anymore. <laughs> so it, it really it was. It, it's all and it's always it happens in any match when you see cards. It's does one team raise it a level? Or does one team sink? And mm-hmm. the inverse happened. It was Sale raised it a level, and the bath and bath just sunk. And I was like, well, that's not really going to do you a whole lot of good. No. Really, there was a point where it was kind of close, but eventually Sale just, you know, took over. Tom Curry scored a really good looking mm-hmm. uh, try. He actually looked like he remembered how to attack, which is nice. Um, <laughs> but is that is is that is it because they're playing bath? I, I don't know. Um, Cam Redpath looked like the old, mm, good. which is what we want. That's, that's, <laughs> that, 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 that's only helpful for them. Uh, 
and I'm kind of, I'm kind of, there's two players on Bath I do want to talk about. And JJ, mm-hmm. I can kind of, I can kind of see him getting faded out this year, mm-hmm. honestly. And then the two wings, Coca and Muir, both look great. Mm. Muir looks like somebody that you definitely want on your team because yep. he is just finding work no matter what's going on in the match. He was chasing down kicks and tipping them back and gra- gathering them and all that shit. And then, and, and just, you know, making meters and stuff like that and coca's finishing which is what he's supposed to be able to do mm-hmm. and he did he finished twice mm-hmm. so credit to him did Glanville look like his old self whatever the hell happened the previous week i have no idea but looked a little better at least so there are some good things for bath and positive signs but still a lot of work for young mm-hmm. ground to do yep sanderson sale undefeated so they're you know that that's something right there for them to hang it on and they still have a few players that they could afford to get back. So that's going to be, uh, that's actually a little scary. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. Uh, and then to the stoop, this was, this was probably the match of the week. Box office. This is probably the match of the week. And I'm not just saying that because the Saracens, this was entertaining. No, it's, it's that these are the two, um, this is the best matchup of the week. They're, they're like, maybe the only other one that you, you would think would be, I mean, uh, you know, Saints um, Exiles. Is another one that you're like, okay, you know what? I want to, I want to see that because there's some, some, some pop there, and and wasps Bristol, yes. But this is the two, you know, th- these two teams are top four, no, absolutely. So this is it, you know. Bristol right. and wasps are kind of fighting for that, you know, second tier. So we're kind of Saints and, and Irish. They they have hopes of squeaking into the t- top four, and the kind of Bristol mm-hmm. do too. But this is this is it. This is yeah. This would be if the Prem Rugby as as their um what COO said last week, um, you know, once, once a spectacle, imagine this match in prime time, free to air for everyone in, in, in England. Um, yeah. You'd get a lot more rugby fans that way. Yeah. And, and all the, the, the dominance by the, the stars, right? Yeah. Max Malins, um, Elliot Daly score and, you know, Malin scores Dom, two. Dom, even Dom though Brandt, he got pulled, uh, right. Merley. Marchant, yeah, like these, yep. like oh, Merle, yeah, like so much spectacle and stars and storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy, Billy, oh, Vinopoli, yeah, yep. <laughs> Ben Earl, like, yeah, all these guys, you know, when we, Jared and I were, were texting at the end of the game, like, okay, so who's man of the match here? <laughs> it's like, yeah, because apart <laughs> from the first 20 minutes, everybody in the Saracens really put a, put a hell of a shift in and that's not right. what we were expecting. We were definitely, no. expe- that was the rust and it took right. them that long to bang it off. And then all of a sudden they, they figured it out. And you know, the, here's the, here's the thing. And that was, and that was really, really, it was the, it was something that we talked about last week. Like, will they run? Mm-hmm. And they started with the box kick bullshit. And both you and I were like, what the actual fuck. Right. And Merley puts two tries in on him real quick, and it's like, yes, <laughs> yes, and rightfully so. And he still, he's who he, he nicked. Was it Don Brandy nicked one off freaking Ben Sale? I was like, oh, mm-hmm. you fucking idiot, Ben Sale. Oh no, that was that was Farrell, who was trying to slap it back. Um, no, no, that was all. That was all. That also happened. Yeah, there was oh, two okay. things. Yeah, Don <laughs> Brandt was a pain in the ass in two ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did so. Yeah, he nicked it off him, and I think he gave it. And that's uh, the one he fed to Merley for his second. And yeah. then there was the one that he got that he fed to Marchant for for that uh-huh. one as well. Right. Yep. And you know it was like, oh man, this is not what we need. And at least in the second one where he fed it to Marchant, they were trying to attack. They were trying they were. to be 
enthusiastic about, you know, hanging mm-hmm. onto the ball and don't and, and taking it from one end of the field to the other, or at least mm-hmm. making your tra- changing your territory in a different way other than a fucking box kick. So as they get better at that, those types of errors will go will come less. So I will live with that in the end because they're trying to be ambitious. And the fact that they didn't go away from it after that speaks to their confidence in what they can do. So mm-hmm. for me, as a Saracens fan, that excites me, right? You know, and there's two guys that are going to go get to hopefully watch these guys do it in person. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. I, I want to see them play like that. Like I want, if I'm, you know, especially when I'm paying money to to go see them live. I want to see that. And I we did see that um, promising. Was it a Telegraph article um, where they were talking about? Yeah, we want to run more. Like we we you know we have to adjust to the way the game is played. Have it now. in your like, locker at least, you know, gonna, like yeah. And we knew they had it, but they just almost like refused to use it un- right. unless it was like dire needs. And yeah. I think they just need to be more willing. I think more teams in general, mm-hmm. you need to have both. And for me as a coach, like in my in my own team, like I know what we need to do against certain teams and in certain conditions where it's like mm-hmm. fuck, I hate this shit, but I there's no way we're gonna have a productive game if we right. try and chuck the ball around and it slips out of our hands 10 times like right because it's windy it's rainy it's muddy whatever but have them both in your locker and lean towards the mm-hmm. let's run and attack because as we've already seen rugby has a problem in terms of fandom and viewership yeah. and whatever let's put a product onto the tv onto the field mm-hmm. that people can go go to games turn on the telly and say that is fucking awesome shit right there right because so. I'll tell you, and I'll tell you this much: it's not just we're not anti-kick. Don't get a don't get us wrong. Mm-hmm. There was some vintage Owen Farrell, and then this is what what fucks me up. There mm-hmm. was some vintage Owen Farrell in that match when he that attempted fifty twenty two that with uh, the green I think was like kind of yeah, stopped so. it from from going out. Now at at Stonex on the on the uh, on on the four G, that's that's in touch. That's a fifty twenty two. That ball's gonna bounce so fast it's by him, like no question. Mm-hmm. The grass will slow it up there. But that Owen Farrell back in the day used to that used to be his bread and butter. I'm going to put it there, and then I'm, but he would run the, the the fullback back and forth with mm-hmm. those kind of kicks. And I have you know since the 5022 came into play, it's like they've just been launching high balls. And it's like, dude, I'm sick of fucking high balls. It's it doesn't nothing. It's not good because you know as we, you've seen it, like anything could happen. They could just catch it and just run for a try because you know somebody gets you know somebody misses the play the ball mm-hmm. or and or this bounce like there's so much crazy shit that could happen you're not really you know you're kind of flipping a coin and who the f- but it's like a 20-sided coin and and right. who knows what's going to come come of it this is you know a kick for for to change field position you know even if it goes to you know bounces into touch changes the you know that that puts the other team in a position where they have to do something like kick it away to you. You know, you, you, right. you, you kick that ball into touch inside the 22 and suddenly the other team is playing out and they're kicking it back to you. And now you have to start with a line out likely in their territory and, and have good attacking field, you know, attacking stance and platform rather right. than this kicking a high ball and who the fuck knows what's going to happen. So I'm, I'm right. glad that that that's coming into it because that's, they, that's real rug, rugby. Action. And last thing that I can say about that is the, so we know we know what we're you and I are not fans of these nines. They don't put up a ton of really the one that did it the best from a box kick for mm-hmm. the series was Wigglesworth. And mm-hmm. he put it up there for compete competition. Like Louis, we saw Lewington grab a couple of them and run them in for a try. Like 
that's what he was capable of. Neither of these guys have that capability, nor do they do it on a consistent basis where the ball goes up and we have a chance to compete for it. More often than I'd like, it goes too far and it's just easy catch for the other team. They spin it or they or they look for another attack or whatever. They look to kick it back. Neither of those things is awesome. And honestly, if they are willing to go and continue to do this stuff, I'm I'm mm-hmm. Ruben de Haas. Ruben de Haas. I'm telling you guys, like he can play this game. He can play both games, but he can play he can play that he can play that attacking game and probably do it better than Ben Sale at the very least. So uh yeah, so that just that annoys me about McCall, but Hopefully he eventually gets his head out of his ass about that one because the Haas is so young, but he still needs minutes to get better, and he just is refusing him minutes right now. It's annoying as hell. Annoying AF. All right. Um, let's go to Alfred Road. Tigers and Falcons. Uh <laughs> well, <laughs> this yeah. Was all, this was over quick. It, yeah, it was always gonna go in one direction and and Nemanja Nadolo scored. He scored four tries in this match, <laughs> and they only allowed back. two of them. Uh, <laughs> like um, Ashy had two. Did Ashy have two? I thought he only had the one. Yeah, he only had one. Yeah, okay. He, I thought he had two. I'm losing my mind. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, man, and so I have to. I want to harp on one guy, and there are people out there that, for whatever reason, that love that are Newcastle fans that love this guy, mm-hmm. and I ain't seeing it. Peter Lukak, no idea what he adds to this team. Suppose the fucking center for them. I know, I know. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He he is a nobody, right. and they do have the two Matias is coming back soon, and that'll that'll make him irrelevant. And I hope he's the one that just completely leaves the team, honestly. Mm-hmm. But you saw to like there are passes that. Certain twelves you want to have in the locker. He doesn't have them. He tried them both. He t- he tried them twice, mm-hmm. and they were both awful. One ended up in a knock on. One ended up in a forward pass. Like, and he's just. I was like, nope, that's not your pass. Like, and mm-hmm. the fact that you don't have it means you probably shouldn't be playing twelve, which means you probably shouldn't be in this team, right? And you know, a, a slightly better pass to Radwan, and he scores. He yeah. He didn't even need to put it like that like that flat it could have been a little bit behind with him and radwan probably would have still scored because mm-hmm. he's out of radwan and he had space good. so yeah i think he would have been fine so yeah just a guy that i wish newcastle would stop playing and i hope i hope the new coach just says yeah you know we probably don't mm. need this anymore so i'm just gonna bag you and send you home right <laughs> and and yeah he and what cookie cookie are just not oh god he was bad he was not bad too. not prem quality and that's no yeah no no, no. that's yeah. you're not going to win without strong centers Mm-mm. no that was that was he was quite poor as well so really a problem and they don't get to solve that problem until right and another week plus why is mateo carreras on the bench no idea no idea like you need players who can play and and yet you're you're throwing that drek out there. And and maybe, you know, I I, I don't know how they're not considering throwing Wakoki Koki in at 12. Um, because because I think he might, might be more useful, yeah. He might be more useful there. And put, you know, put an Earl at, at 13 because he doesn't have the speed anymore and 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 still needs some help. Um, you know, at wing, he's kind of lost. So I know mm-hmm. he scored what last week, but that was kind of like an open play. Yeah, we uh, talked about that. Whatever. This is, you know. Carreras is is so much better. 
um, and and real in a threat, and that that opens up the space for Radwan, and you know maybe gets Alex Alex Tate a little bit of more more open field. But you have to threaten. You have to you have to at least make teams worry about about the outside. And, and Earl's not you know if Earl's on that side. I'm like yeah okay we'll catch up to you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. You don't have to defend that side so much. Yeah. We totally. can focus all our, our attention on Radwan's side. Yeah. It's just yeah it. It makes you scratch your head a little bit. And you're like, yeah, what are we doing here, guys? Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, new coaching staff. So hopefully this eventually, you know, shakes out and uh, we're not looking at, right? you know, mm-hmm. too much more of this drab that. I think we are, though. Yeah, I know. Just, just another week. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dave Walder's got a, got a bit of fixing to do with this one. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and then last one and, on what's up. And here's the problem with the last one is just as we were talking about with Quinn Saris and you want a, 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 a spectacle um, on its own, right? Not with what four other matches going at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have ex, uh, Exeter going to, to Worcester as your every, you know, the one match everybody can watch on Sunday. And first off, yuck with this matchup it's gross but second off now you're you're in worcester and the whole match you're talking about how fucked up the ownership is and 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 how bad it is and the fans you know they cheer at the 65th minute and they have to explain why the fans are cheering at that minute and what it all means and it's like this is not a good representation of the sport this is not a way to sell the sport like game aside the game was shit anyway but like that's not how you sell the sport it's bad for the. It's bad for rugby. Right. Well, whereas you could, uh, and there was another the, the other match I was getting into. Unfortunately, <laughs> was not that one. It was the Wasps and Bears. That oh, would have sorry. been one I to put we on. Skipped there. over one. Sorry. Yeah. No. You you were you were ready to jump on. I'm ready to. Like, I'm ready to fucking tear up that one. <laughs> um, but this wasn't exactly. This was scrappy, as Flatman described it. Like, <laughs> and it's not inaccurate. So, uh, I, yeah, uh, this is one that had the potential, and it and it definitely was let down mm-hmm. by all means. <laughs> um, there was nothing pretty about any, any of this. There was some, there was some good play from a few guys, Atkinson uh, mm-hmm. and Willis on one side and uh, she, Richard Lane is a name that we're going to have to learn to learn yep. how to remember, remember what he can do. Uh, so on and so forth. Just it's, but it, it had the potential at least to, you know, go boom. Yeah, and that's kind of what you want. You want, yeah. And it's just, I, I, wasps are, they're missing. Mm. So it's like they're they're just not clicking, and uh, that's that's unfortunate because when they do click, they're 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 quite good. Um, yeah, and I I still think they'll come good. Got, I think they will. There's there's definitely potential there. I mean, like you look at who they've played, Gloucester and and Bristol, both of whom are are trying for top four and and have. <sighs> Have a realistic, reason to believe that they could make yeah, it. Yeah, a realistic expectation to get there. And, you know, yeah, they got, they, they, they had lost a close, well, they had a 21 nothing lead on Gloucester. And now on this one, they, it was close at half and then they just let it get away. They got to work on yeah. their, their finishing. Yeah, something's going on at half there. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But just the same. Bristol, Bristol are 2 0 as well now. So they're, they're up. Bradbury's there. looking, he's coming good. Yeah. He's, he's trying to two develop. matches. It's not bad. Yeah, and Count Chidi is clearly feeling the pressure. Um, right. And I, and I don't think he particularly performed extremely well, but 
found the goods when mm-hmm. it needed when he needed right. it. So I'll give him that. And we saw a whole lot of Tom Willis ass. We, again, that's <laughs> intentional, by the way. Now, that's the second, you know, one time is he had, had underdrawers on too. <laughs> yeah, undershorts <sighs> on too. Shit. All right, <laughs> then we'll we'll go to Sunday. And yes, it was unfortunate that like we're not talking about the match. We're talking about things going on with the club, mm-hmm. and that was definitely second banana. Mm-hmm. To you know, unfortunately, the match is that's just how it was. Yeah, and you know, it, it, Exeter did the job they needed to. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was happy to see Worcester fight back and and show that they can play and mm-hmm. you know, we saw <laughs> well it's the same old Worcester right it's the same old we'll get into the 22 and then fuck it up mm. with what else is new right you know they had like I think what the, the stat was like they had seven entries or something like that in the first half and mm-hmm. what was it zero points so yeah in the first yeah. half yeah it was it was a problem it was had seven points in the, at the end of the first half so yeah not good you can't have that many entries and and not come good and especially against a team like exeter who because the holes were there exeter's defense is awful by the way i don't know if you'd noticed but it wasn't great holes everywhere and so a team you know if and this is now the second week in a row that exeter are are showing gaps to teams that they shouldn't have to like lester last week were were kind of undermanned um and undergunned and still just ran through the Exeter defense like a Swiss cheese. And this is very on Exeter, right? They're, they're, you know, that's their, their solid defense, you know, defense and, and pound that rock winning championships. Um, not that that's how you win championships anymore, but um, the defense isn't there. So. Right. And like, yeah, we're still seeing way too much of, of Ian Witten, even though he, he did come off early, but still that's too much. It's still too much. Um. And, Capstick is just excellent. That's a fine. He's got it. Like when that was I'm, I'm I'm still nervous that when Sam Simmons comes back, that they're gonna bench Capstick, and that you can't. Yeah, for the two rob. guys that are playing, and right. you know, Shinza is not playing poorly. I don't. Like no, he's Kirsten, not. Though. Yeah, Kirsten's. Um, he should bump into Lock and yeah. play next to, you know, Johnny Gray, and that, right. that should be the end of that. Yep. Um, there are two guys that I do want to point out on Worcester that played huge roles and you could see what what good it did the way they tackled um for the sake of Worcester's defense and that was uh, Andrew Kitchener and Fergus Lee Warner chopping bodies left right and center and really it did a whole lot of good to their their defense because one Exeter were not able to get that game going with you know mm-hmm. the gain line and whatever they're big bodies on Exeter for sure and they they want to just roll through the tackle and have you go get six extra meters but if you chop mm-hmm. them down behind the line as any team, but especially with these guys, their offense doesn't really go. They, mm-hmm. They're they're forced, and they, they don't they don't have that creativity um, within them right now to just to you know chuck it back and forth a little bit and maybe find a gap. They just don't have the type of players. Although they had one sitting on the bench, they didn't bring him on till late. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, so this is I think that's kind of the blueprint a little bit to watch. Uh, those two guys and the way they defended this team and really great defending in any case, mm-hmm. but especially against this team, that's, that's, that's a really good way to make sure that they don't get going in the ways that they like to play. Right. And then Ollie Lawrence was just <laughs> super superb. How good yeah. is he? Yeah. 
Worcester boy through and through too. Mm-hmm. So you got you got to feel good for him. And Joe Batley, who got loose as well. Uh, yep. <laughs> and, he, and he finished. He knew how to, he got exactly. into Simpson. He knew what he was doing. He's like, yep. I'm not getting this fucking thing away, but I got to yep. find a friend. And he did. And, so, and he made the right read because the, the fullback coming over was was coming outside. So the, yes. the, the read is not to pass it out, out wide because that's he's already got the momentum going that way. The, the, mm-hmm. the read is to pass it behind him. Um, back in. And back in. And he did it. He, did he it. read it right. Excellent play. Well done to Joe. Yeah. Well done. All right. And Garrett Simpson. That. Um, yeah, that's um, that's the Garrett Simpson we want. You know, and that, that that's what makes Scrum Haps good. Yeah, that's the Gareth Simpson I want playing for Saracens when Worcester. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll trade you. <laughs> you know, anybody not Ruben right. after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shit. All right. Well, that is that. That's the rugby-ish pod. We crammed a lot into a reasonable amount of time, at least. Did. So we're going to jump over to Fantasy Corner and we'll look at all the happenings in that world. If you're not coming over there, we will catch you next week. Um, we're going to be freaking 24 hours away from getting on a plane at that point. You'll be excited. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be sitting here, you know, hunched over. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if, you, if you're going to catch us then, we'll see you then. And enjoy, enjoy the rugby this weekend. If not, we'll see you on the fantasy corner. Either way, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you all and have a good one. Thank you. Thank you.